real estate enthusiasts, welcome to The Closing Table, hosted by entrepreneur, published author, and founder of Inspired Title Group, Drew Wishover. Joining Drew is his co-host, the always smiling Director of Operations and Title Guru, Amy Maley. Every week, they're dishing out laughter, game-changing tips, and the latest industry trends, as well as the occasional visit from real estate professionals. No matter where you are in your real estate journey, we've got you covered. So don't just sit there, pull up a chair, have a seat, and join us at The Closing Table. And do I love that intro. It's good. I absolutely love that I'm intro. I'm a fan. Welcome back, everybody. This is The, the Closing, Closing Table. Table. This is your trusted guide to the exciting world of real estate. Sometimes it's overwhelming, but we're going to help you guys navigate through that today. Yes, we are so thrilled that you are back for episode two of our podcast, The Closing Table. And as promised, we decided to bring our first guest on. Wow. Are you ready? Wow. Here he comes. We'd like to introduce you to the employee of the month. Employee of the month. Sorry, employee yes. of the month. This is blue. This is the new mascot for the team here at Inspired. We love this little guy. Uh, I just feel like now everybody needs to get a dog, and we just need to have like five dogs here at all times because he makes the workplace so happy. Yeah, this is, I mean, the story behind it is is pretty exciting. Blue is a rescue. We were able to, uh, actually, Ryan, the project manager for Inspired Development, had found him out on one of our job sites as this little guy was wandering around and grabbed him, brought him to the local vet to find out, you know, if everything's okay and he was not chipped. He and, was not chipped and he's probably gained probably 15 pounds close to it. How old is he? He is uh, six months. Thank you, Ryan, producer. Um, yeah, Ryan said he's had him for about four weeks now. That's amazing. And, you know, the poor dog, he grew up with Ryan eating rice. And yeah. chicken, and now he's actually eating dog food. I think he would have eaten chicken and rice and beef and vegetables. Yeah. Until they get forever. I know, don't eat that. Yeah, he's he's pretty great. We're, you know, he brings a smile to everybody's face. We all kind of look forward to him coming in each day. So, um, our Ryan, we still look guy. forward to you too. Don't worry. Yeah, a little bit less, but you know, <laughs> I mean, that's okay. It's you know, it's pretty exciting. So, we wanted to introduce, as we promised, or as Amy wave? promised. Say hi, really quick. Say hi, everybody. <laughs> That's our little. Um, All right, you're gonna go get it if I throw it, Eddie. What what Set. kind of dog is he? Go. Do if we, we determine that? We don't eat that. You think? Oh, sorry. Ryan, he has two options that he might be right. One of them is a blue, blue nose pit. Right, right. A staff. Staffordshire. Okay. So right. stay tuned. He he always pops up on our social media. Oh. Like we said, he was named Employee of the Month this month. Um, we did a little intro for him. So if you love dogs, like everybody at this office does, please no feel please follow us because you will see Blue growing up with all of us. Yep, there's no <laughs> doubt about it. You will definitely see the the growings, and I, I think he's going to have his own little social media page himself at some point, but. So before we kind of dive in and, and get this thing off the uh, Thank ground. Thank you, Courtney. Thank you, Ryan, for letting us introduce Blue to the podcast universe. Podcast universe. <laughs> the closing table folks have now been introduced to yes. the one and only Blue. 
why don't we introduce ourselves? My name's Drew. And my name is Amy. We thank you guys for taking some time and, and tuning into another podcast for us. Our second episode. Second episode. What did we, man, we, like, it seems like it was just yesterday we did the other one. <laughs> yeah. Time is flying. So if you guys didn't, um, didn't get to check out the first podcast that we did, it was our first podcast. It was. Episode one. We kind of just dove into everything about inspired title how inspired titles name came to be mm -hmm. we did a little background of who we are and what we do and how we got into this business as well and we kind of just gave you an outline of stuff to expect from us on the show in the next handful of weeks between guests between talking about title between our mission statements and what inspired title stands for so please feel free to jump on this journey because got the ins and outs of everything title over here no doubt it's gonna be <laughs> It's gonna be exciting. We're we're definitely getting a lot of great feedback from the audience, and we're super excited to be doing this with you guys. So, wanted to jump into our first segment here, and and kind of talk about journeys and teaching you guys a little bit about what we what we do in in the title insurance world. So we call this segment the ABCs of title. This is so cool. I think this is going to be fun. And <laughs> it's going to get interesting once we get into like the Z's and the yes. X's and the Q's. Yes. Um, but we're creative. I we think are. we'll be able to figure it out. Yeah, we'll get it. We'll get through it. There's no there's no doubt. So why don't we start off with the letter A in our first segment, the ABCs of title. Amy. Amy. Okay. <laughs> as Amy, as it pertains to title. How does that work? Amy, comma, the title guru, comma. There you go. I'm just kidding. So I'm going to start with giving you a abstract, an abstract ah, of title. Nice. So a good way to think about the ab abstract of title, it's like your property's personal biography. It holds the key to the ownership history. The main thing about this is it ensures a clear and secure transfer to you as the buyer. So it kind of minimizes the surprise and stress that might come with buying a property because a title examiner will look at your abstract of title and make sure it's clear before you actually purchase the home. Yeah. And I think just to help that definition a little bit too is it's really the the search, right? Yeah. It, it's really the background search that we do. So um part of what we do when we when we get a new deal in here is we order an abstract title, which and is fancy for a property search. Yeah. And that actually comes up on an invoice and people are often asked, well, what's an abstract title fee or an abstract title search? So if you see something along those lines when you are buying a house, um, that is what that stands for. Nice. It is the, you know, the background property search of your title. Love it. Love it. Another A that we will see in here through the process is it's something that's called alignment of interests. And, and this really is to lay it out so that all the parties involved, the buyers, the sellers, the brokers, that everybody is understanding and is on board with the process and the ownership and the ownership rights. So it's it's really the, the starting point. So like A is for the alphabet, the beginning, abstract title, and the alignment of interest is really the beginning of what that title process is. Mm -hmm. So I think that's great. It it really kind of plays out nicely. And we're gonna we're gonna kind of continue to share and dive into some of the terms that 
you know, are so often used at the closing table, at the closing (laughs) table, right on and and hopefully break them down to simplify. So you guys can understand. And maybe if you hear things, you'll see different fees for some of the things that we talk about. Like there's an abstract title search fee. Yeah, there is. Right. Yeah. So, you know, you may go. It's well worth the couple hundred dollars you will spend for it though. Well, it is. And it's, it's necessary to the, to the process. Correct. Right. It's really hard to close a property without that. Amen. Amen. All right. That was awesome. So now we're going to um, shift gears a little bit. Okay, I'm ready. Are you Let's ready shift. for this? I'm shifting. All right, we're tackling something that's some some kind of a hot topic right now that oh. is kind of steering people away from wanting to look at houses right now. The mortgage maids. Understanding rates on the rise. So this is a hard thing. Um, interest rates, as you all know, back during COVID times, when we were trying to kind of ramp up the economy, you would have noticed that interest rates like plummeted. Mm-hmm. Like people were, I'm sorry, mortgage rates, interest rates. I'm saying those interchangeably, mm-hmm. but more mortgage rates. Yeah. They plummeted to like the threes, mm-hmm. right? And which was an anomaly, which I don't think we will ever see that again in our lifetime. Numbers that astronomically low. And then what we're noticing now is these numbers are in like the low sixes, mid sevens right now. Mm-hmm. So is this a reason to, you know, put the home buying dream on hold? I think it's a big controversy as to, you know, I'm one of the cheapest people you will ever meet. (laughs) So like when I see a number that's fluctuating between like, you know, a 6.8 and a 7.2. And will it drop to a 6.8 again or will it come up to a 7.4? Like I, so I am locking, I'm purchasing a home Mm -hmm. and I am close to that locking in point. Actually, I just locked in baby gravy that I don't have to think about it anymore. But like. I was sleepless looking at this little graph that's telling me where interest rates were, mm-hmm. are, could be. Sure. So like what, how do we feel about that? What do we do about mortgage rates? It's a, it's a great question. And it's a, it's a question that is, is very asked often, mm-hmm. I guess is, is what this is. And, and then there's, then there's always the, well, what's it going to do and when's it going to do it and how long do we have to wait or when is the best time? There are so many factors that really matter into making up whether the interest rate goes up or down. Right. And I'll just touch on a couple of those to kind of yeah, give the, the, the audience a, some concepts of how this works a little bit and, and where we we get these feelings from and yeah. these, these projections from obviously the you know federal reserves mm-hmm. is, is a num- is a big number that plays a part in whether or not the interest rates are going to be up or down what you know what kind of money is moving around in the in the industry uh that's a big pot a, a big process in a in a big numbers game as well the other one is there's there's a lot of economic factors that play in yes. the, into this some of the economic factors that we know are like if there's a lot of job, if job growth mm-hmm. is is strong, if you know high inflation might might start to prompt the lenders to increase rates, well, you'll be like, well, why? Well, lenders are going to increase the rates because they're going to anticipate maybe what's going to happen in the future. You know, if there's a no. lot of folks being able to work. If there, if jobs, stop anticipating, just do it. What's happening right now? And that's literally what this is. Amy. I mean, it's it a, is. It's a gamble. It's a it's a it is literal it, game of numbers. I hate it. It scares me. I get it. In in you and a lot of other people, it scares. Um, you know, so when when you know you hear recession, you hear depression, you hear inflation. These are all terms. Housing crash, mean, market crash, all right. this stuff. And and all there's a lot of things that have to happen for any of those things to happen. Mm-hmm. 
So we talk about the Fed reserves. Then I talked about the you know economic factors that are in there. Then you've got the housing market, the wonderful thing that they call supply and demand. And, and that's really, I think, more pertinent to what we're talking about now is supply and demand. Mm-hmm. And what I mean, it's very simple. If there's more demand for homes than there are supply, the lenders are going to go, well, let's increase the, the interest rates because they want to mitigate the risk. It's, it's, you know, we do title insurance, there's life insurance, there's health insurance. Well, the lenders are, are doing that same thing, right. but they're doing it through the process of with a, an insurance rate. Supply and demand says, wow, there's not a lot of inventory out there, but there's a lot of demand for it. Right. Okay. Well, we're going to have to increase the interest rates because until those things become a little more equal, I don't want to take these risks. Yeah. And it's pretty scary. And then there's this crazy thought that investors can really drive the market. But if investors are moving a lot of money into the marketplace and saying, well, how come I, I want to get a higher yield for, you know, return on my money? Correct. And if there's an influx of of investors who are, you know, infusing a lot of capital into the marketplace, then the mortgage rates are going to be adjusted based on their, or the investment is going to be, you know, the securities that are behind that are going to be controlled by the interest rates. So they yeah. want to pay out a good dividend. So therefore, let's increase the interest rates so that, so that span, you know, happens. And it's really a crazy thought, but it's it's the American way right now. Right. It's, it's kind of scary. It is. And, and <laughs> you know, to, to your point that, you know, you're buying a house and you're trying to lock in and secure an interest rate, it's a gamble because today you can lock it in, tomorrow it can change. And it was lower in December. Right. So, like, the end of December was the lowest it's been in a while. So I was like, this is awesome. Like, if they just keep trickling down like they are right now, like, mm-hmm. we will be set. Mm-hmm. Surprise. Yes. Like I said, the last handful of weeks has been nothing but a rise in this. But I will, I've been doing some research and, you know, reading some articles and stuff. If you are looking right now, don't let these interest rates derail you from wanting to, you know, go for this right now. Because keep this in mind when interest rates lower, it will lower your mortgage payments by $40, $50, $60, right? Sure. Like you're not talking about, your mortgage goes from $2,000 a month to $1,000 a month based mm-hmm. on a couple percentage points of an interest rate. Mm-hmm. But what I will tell you is when interest rates lower, there will be a higher demand for housing. So there will be a higher competition for houses that you are looking at. So there's you're also going to face the risk of falling in love with a house and having somebody beat you out on there. Whereas if you were to kind of dig your heels and just say, screw it, I'm doing it now mm-hmm. and be able to buy the house of your dreams for $40 extra dollars a month. Right. Do it. Right. Do it now. Don't think about it. If you are in love with the house, refinance in a year. We know a great title company and a handful of lenders that could help you out in your refinance process. But for real, if you are, if you find your dream home, don't let a 7.125 deter you from doing it. Yeah. I think consulting with all the professionals out there and shopping it, I think shopping it is also beneficial yes. because, you know, I think you did that in, in for your experience. I did. And, you know, it's crazy because you say, well, I'm looking for a 30-year mortgage. Well, 30-year mortgage is very different between every lender that you call and talk to. It is. And it, 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 you, you, you don't think about that because you're like, I'm just looking for a 30-year mortgage. Why is it different between the lenders? We can, and we will touch on that because that's a, I think that's a good question. And it is something that I'd like to address with you guys, the audience, because it, it will give you some perspective on 
working with some different folks and mm-hmm. kind of broadening your horizons as to you know, yeah. why. And another question that's been coming up a little bit more so recently is, you know, this word closing cost credit. Mm-hmm. So I do think that in a future episode, right. touching on that too, um, the pros and cons of using it to buy down points to lower an interest rate or putting it towards, <clears throat> excuse me, your actual home purchase will be beneficial for you guys to do in the future too. For sure. Love it. Yeah. Love it for sure. So I, I, I hope that that gives you guys a little bit of a, uh, understanding as to the volatility that happens among the interest interest rates. But I want to take a, a, a little bit of a turn here and, and move away from the real estate space what? for a few minutes. Yeah, go figure. We said we were going to do this. We're, we said we're not going to just sit and talk <sighs> about just real estate. So I think it was last week that we had this crazy thing called the outing, outage, outing, the outage for AT&T. Bro. There were a lot of people that were just crushed by the AT&T phone cell service. Raise your hand if you have AT&T. Was down. Yeah. I mean, (laughs) it's, it's, it's insane. Let's talk about that outage and how, how does that kind of relate to, you know, us as far as business technology personally? Dude, it, served is such a strong reminder of our dependence hmm. as humans on technology. Yes. Um, we are so dependent and so consumed in our, I'm not like an old Grammy. That's like, mm-hmm. Oh, off your phones, no screen time. Mm-hmm. But like, it was the craziest thing where I'm watching my Facebook where and my LinkedIn, where I'm friends with a bunch of like realtors and lenders sure. and stuff. And they seriously, like were saying they were in the dark ages for a good, like four hours. So like, what does that mean for our future? If like, you know, we're so reliant on our cell phones, mm-hmm. yeah. how is that going to impact real estate in general and title companies and job dependence and all that stuff? Well, it's scary. It it's, is. And like, then I had a landline that worked, mm-hmm. but like, I didn't pick up. The first thing wasn't like, let me pick up my phone and call Joe's work and make sure he's okay. It's right. like, I'll get on my computer at work and send an email. Like where legit, it's crazy. And like, we talked about this when COVID first started happening, how it fast forwarded technology mm-hmm. by the, like an insurmountable number because you couldn't connect with people. But I, I think it, it, what fascinates me is, and I'm so impressed by American people is we adapt, you know, that happened. Yeah. They, they complained and it certainly caused a little bit of a riff in their day and, maybe how they conduct business, but they adapted and they found a workaround to still be successful Mm -hmm. and not allow themselves to, you know, shut down. But I can't help but think how we are so dependent and like, what does that do to you as, as a physical person? Like the anxiety of being disconnected from your phone or putting your phone down. Yeah when you're trying to just have a conversation with somebody. Well, and what does it do for relationships in general? Like Joe and I have a rule now where we're not on our phones when we're eating together. We're Mm -hmm. not at phone on our phones when we go to bed at night, because Mm -hmm. like it is so easy to be in a room with somebody without having any interaction with them because everyone is just so scrolling on their TikTok or looking at their social media and all this stuff. So I'm, I miss days when it wasn't so easily accessible, right, right at my fingertips. Yeah. It's I mean, weird. We we drove an hour from the golf course to the airport with minimal to no conversation with four 
people in a car because everybody's heads were in their phone. And it was, it was that awkward, crazy silence. And I went, now granted, I was the elder of the group, but I'm still looking around going, do you guys have voice boxes? Do they work? Isn't it crazy? I mean, wow. Yeah. And and then to take that even a step further, I'm, I'm going way off of the universe here, but oh. like everybody is working 24 seven now. Yes. Yes. Like, you know, there were days when people would work a nine to five or whatever that may be for yes. you. And you leave work, you leave the office, you leave your phone, you leave your computer and like whew, made it through a day. Done. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Like, yeah. how do you ever turn off? Like, how do we as people ever turn off when like, nope, don't worry. I got my work phone and my work email all on my phone and I can work all the time, every time. And like, what does that do for your mental health? This is so good for conversation. And this is so good of a, you know, topic that we kind of plant this seed and kind of let it grow because I think we're going to, we're going to find ourselves coming back to this point. I think so. Numerous times throughout various episodes. And we are going to have some guests that I know have like big feelings about this that, you know, will be in our corner and trying to talk to you guys about for sure. What should you do? For what's, sure. what's the right answer? What's the wrong answer? We yeah. could talk about this for seven hours, but yeah. we won't. Yeah. We won't do that to you guys today. No, I, and I think the, you know, the key takeaway from this thing is, is really just try to find that, that healthy balance, find that balance between what, what your schedule looks like, what your, your time is demanding. Um, you know, make sure that like everything else in your life, schedule some free time, schedule some quiet time. Um, one of the things that I try to teach here in our office is, you know, blocking out some time for you to say, look, I'm not going to be distracted for the next 30 minutes. Mm -hmm. I'm focusing and concentrating on X, whatever that is. Face-to-face -face interaction. Like we go to these networking events and it's, it. you can definitely tell the people who have done it and are good at it yeah. versus the people who are uncomfortable and awkward. And it's, you got to be absolutely, that's a practice. You yep. got to practice that. So And turn off your phones before you go to bed. Yeah. I, everybody, all my bosses, all the people I work with, all the people closest to me knows 9.30 comes around and I will not get your text message until yeah, Amy's out. the next morning. Deuces. Yeah, I need I need me time. And yeah. I've loved that boundary that I've set. I think it's been a really good thing. Yeah. I, I, I you know I'm, there's a little bit of me that's jealous of that. I mean, I'm, I'm connected to it. I'm, I'm one of those 24-7 guys. Um, but my mind is active and not saying that yours isn't, but my mind just keeps on going and going. My mind needs nappy time. You know, it, yes. Yes. <laughs> App. Absolutely. I need CP time. I have an idea. Let's go back to real estate. Is that right? what we should be talking about? Let's, let's that is it is called this. the closing table, right? It is. It is. <laughs> I think we should just jump right back into real estate. Okay. Now I want to I want to talk about this to the point like you so wanted to talk about it. Yeah. Okay? So this is kind of real estate, but we're gonna more so um, you know, focus on the inspired community and inspired people part of our mission right now. Mm -hmm. Um, so we talk about our philanthropy, right? Yes. We're trying to do, not we're trying to do. Last year we did 24 give backs. Yes. This year we're trying to do that and top that. Mm -hmm. And so we've kind of just been communicating on not only what can we do in our community, but how, what can we do in our office to make, you know, to, to bring that home. Right. So one of the things we've been spending time on is turning Inspired Title office into a quote unquote safe space. I love it. I absolutely love it. Yeah. And this is something that Courtney brought up initially. Yeah, and, and until she said it, and really until I kind of took a few minutes. To and I was going to say, it. maybe we should tell, maybe bring the audience through a yeah. quick, like what your brain was going through. Yeah, it was, you know, 
as we're brainstorming in a in a meeting uh, and talking about some of the different uh, charitable events that we want to do and some of the different philanthropic uh, paths we want to go down, Courtney, who is already in the mental health space, made a mention with regard to having our office become a safe space. And I, I guess there's a couple different meanings, yeah. right? In a, in a couple different contexts that you can take that down. So until I really thought about it and, and kind of let that settle in me, I'm like, that is an amazing idea. Yeah, it is. And, and you know, to implement that, and let's talk a little bit about like what that means and, and how we're talking about bringing that to fruition. Sure. Um, so, you know, she just brought up a couple of really good points, like when she first sat down and talking with it. Um, you don't know what people are going through until you know what people have went through, right? So, like, one of the things she pointed out is, like, what if we have somebody, a woman that was here for a closing right. that in the past has been, you know, battered or yeah. in some kind of DV, some you know, abuse issue. Mm -hmm. You know, maybe we, we make it accessible that she really doesn't feel like a guy to be her closer. Yeah. We have women here that could step in and take that position so she feels safe in a room. It's all about, you know, for our clients, making this is painless and pressureless and inviting as possible. Yeah. I mean, not, not that somebody's going to, you know, come out and start to reveal to us that never, you know, they've gone through this or that, but why not it, try to think ahead and say, gee, why would we put this individual in this uncomfortable situation and be mindful and conscious of the fact that, well, we don't know right. what's going on. So if there is a circumstance or if there is an uncomfortability, please feel free to open the communication and share, you know, whatever you have to share to get the message or point across so that we can react to it and in, in making you feel comfortable. And this also ties back into our philanthropic efforts. Like if anybody is listening here is if you are tied and near and dear to something, know we're a phone call away. And we would love to help out however we can, whether it's getting you out of a situation or whether going to volunteer to help others going through a tough spot. We're here to help you guys. We've, we've made some really great contacts over the last, you know, 18 months plus that. And, and I think those relationships have really afforded us some outlets for others that might be going through some things. And, you know, not only are we a, a place that you can go to for, all of your real estate needs and questions, but we now are, you know, hopeful that we can steer you guys in some directions that are helpful um, on, on a personal level as well. Right. Yeah. I mean, it just, there's a lot going on there. Right? There I some, I feel like our podcast should be six and a half hours long. It could be. We, we went through a lot today. I think. I think so. I, I, I just, I just enjoy, you know, educating and bringing folks up to speed and, you know, helping them understand a little bit more about what we do, maybe answer some basic questions that they don't know. That even need or, to be questions. Yeah. Right? You know, they don't even know it's a question, but we're kind of addressing it. Right. Yeah. Um, we, we talked about a lot of things. Today. We talk. Yeah. We talked about my ABCs of title. I love that. That are a real thing. So stay tuned in two weeks when we battle the letter B. Right on. We talked about rising mortgages. Yes. And what does that mean for you? We were, we kind of talked about technology and how mm -hmm. that impacts what we do mm -hmm. and just kind of 
how we're bringing our philanthropic community efforts into the office with creating a safe space for you yeah. guys. You know, we're, we're so grateful to be able to just do this show every couple of weeks with you guys and for you guys. Um, you know, we're thankful that you guys are joining us in these uh, episodes. As we've said before, if there's things that you guys want to hear, if there's topics you'd like us to discuss, you know, the closing table is here for all of it. I, I have some ideas as we go into some different things of, you know, it's not just the closing table. It's not just about real estate. You know, here we did, we talked about the AT&T thing. We talked about the, uh, a safe place and some mindfulness with your, with your cell phone and, and your screen time. Yeah. Real life things that you guys are facing every day along with us. Yeah. I mean, it's, you know, our mission is inspired people, inspired community, inspired results. And we can continue to breathe this by doing what we are here for you guys and, and bringing this. That's Amy breathing in the background. <laughs> Very well done, Amy. Very well done. We'll get the sound effects up and, and get that to being real. We'll so, get my boom powers in here there soon. There you go. There you go. So guys, if if you want to, you know, learn some more about us, if if there's if there's questions that you have, you can reach us through a lot of the different social channels. You sure can. We've got an Instagram, we have a Facebook page. We are on, on LinkedIn. LinkedIn. Yep. Um, Spotify is where you might be listening to this podcast right now. Apple Music is coming yep. soon. Apple Play, Apple Music. Apple Music. We are going to be putting this all out there. You can reach us on the uh, Instagram at inspired underscore title underscore group. These are great little things and and uh www.inspired-title.com. <laughs> right on. We got the www back in action. Um, we're also going to uh, start to put together kind of a, a interactive uh, space for you guys to maybe ask some questions or you know schedule some time to be on our podcast. We are always interested in talking with folks who have a story, are in the real estate profession. It doesn't matter if you are or aren't. We would be more than happy to work this in and talk to you guys about how we do and what we do and you know highlight your business highlight what's going on in your world yeah that's what this is all about it's all about a, you guys it's a show for you guys so thank you again so much for tuning in and until next time my name is drew and my name is amy we are the, the closing, closing table, table. till next time guys take care we are the closing table we are